Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Welcome in, everybody, to Gwen and Chris. I am Scraby, and I am taking over the show for them today. They are on vacation right now. Tony's probably getting ready to eat his oxtail. And I'm getting ready to not eat oxtail. So, I don't know. Oxtail is still just a little a little strange to me. If you're watching on YouTube and if you're on the stream, I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure this out. But uh, the cameras are down right now. So, I'm going to work on that in the first break. So, anybody on the stream right now, don't worry. We will have some picture for you here in the first break. But... We have a lot to talk about today, and we also have a lot of fun to have today. So it's going to be kind of a hybrid show for uh, this afternoon, and we are going to have a best of in the second half of the show, so some of the best interviews that we've had over the past couple weeks. And also, even though I won Fantabulous Sports Game Show yesterday in stunning fashion, I might add, stunning with a Tyler Lockett guest, we're going to go back because we have had some requests to hear my meltdown a couple weeks ago when I ended up throwing things around the studio. And so you could hear my notebook hit the wall. I mean, I didn't break anything, so it's all good. But there has been a request for that. And so we are going to play that a little later in in the show. Um, That will be actually at 540. But we also have some interviews I think everybody's going to want to take a listen to before Thanksgiving. We have... AJ Casavell, who came on the show yesterday, he was the one who broke the Mike Schilt news to me. I got his uh, p- uh, push notification about Mike Schilt being hired. So immediately texted him and said, please come on the show and tell us what you know. And he did yesterday. So we're going to hear from him at 4 o'clock. I'm going to try to play in a different spot so people don't – or so so anyone listening in that 4 o'clock hour will be able to hear AJ Casvel what he had to say yesterday. Also, we have a Gwyn and Chris Pickham. The guys recorded that yesterday. So never fear. You're going to have their picks for the weekend. And then – at 4.40, we're not going to have the Big Five today. We're going to have Jesse Agler. He came on the day that Peter Seidler passed away, and we have had so many people reach out to us and say how great Jesse's interview was and how it made them feel, uh, you know, it made them understand who Peter Seidler was just a little bit more. And a couple people have told me they're never going to forget the story that Jesse told of him walking, uh, Peter Seidler walking on the beach and sending a note over to him and just basically saying, 
you know, you're doing great, keep it up, and, and how much that meant to Jesse. So we're going to hear from Jesse again at 440. Uh, really, really good interview. And then in the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to talk, we're going to, uh, hear from Carrie Walsh Jennings, who is the owner of the San Diego Mojo. She came on the show a couple weeks ago, and she explains everything that's going on with this new pro volleyball league. And she's also like the GOAT beach volleyball player, I guess, alongside with her partner, Misty May Trainer. But uh, anytime you have a multiple-time Olympian on the show, you're, you're going to get another spot on our show, our best-of show for sure. So that's what we got going on. In the second half of the show, in the first half of the show, we're just going to be talking about the Mike Schilt hire here uh, and, and the Padres news that we have. And I put up a poll a little bit earlier today asking for, you know, an honest reaction to the hiring of Mike Schilt. And I put, do you like the hiring? Love it, hate it, indifferent. And love it was overwhelming over 500 votes love it was around 69 70 percent and then the uh indifferent was in the 20 percent range which i thought was interesting because i i don't really know why you're indifferent so please give me a call and let me know what you think about this mike schilt hire 833-288-0973 i i i do think that this hire by the Padres was the right move. And the reason that I think it's the right move is because you're bringing a guy who is someone who came up with a different organization, a successful organization, and someone who had managed only three years. I know that. I've been po- that's been pointed out to me many times. But he's only ma- uh, managed three years. All three years he got into the playoffs, and all three years he had a winning record. I think that is a good resume builder right there. And a lot of people were very confused as to why he was fired from the Cardinals in the first place. So maybe if he doesn't get fired by the Cardinals, he's still managing the Cardinals. And the Cardinals didn't have the disaster of a year that they had. Uh, I, I, I've i said this before. I tend to go on like subreddits of different teams. I don't know. Reddit is my new place. Like I don't really post on Reddit or anything like that, but I love reading reaction and I love reading what fans have to say. And the amount of people that want Mike Schilt back and that were kind of jealous of the Padres yesterday from Cardinal land was hilarious. And so it's got to make you feel a little bit better. It's got to make you feel good about the, the hire for the Padres that other people out there are wanting your manager and uh, there were the other candidates. I know that Benji Gill was one that a lot of fans wanted, and I personally wouldn't have my I, I wouldn't have uh, you know thought it was a bad hire if they did hire him because he does have managerial experience, uh, albeit the World Baseball Classic. But Mike Schilt brings a certain expectation to this ball club. Mike Schilt brings a certain expectation to this. Uh, you know, front office, and he knows AJ. He's worked with AJ, and I think what Tony said yesterday is pretty important. He said that Mike Schilt knows these younger players. He's worked with these younger players. He has, uh, you know, consulted with these guys. He is familiar with the organization from the floor up. Uh, you know, the rosters, and he's familiar with the new guys that have come on the team, and he's familiar with. Guys that are going to be able to help them maybe at the end of this coming season or in a season or two. He's also able to evaluate this talent and and just he is going to ultimately be making the decision. So I think his knowledge of the roster and of the organization already is huge for the Padres. And I, I saw some criticism about how 
he was the right hire all the way around, and he should have just been hired in the beginning in the first place. But I have no issues with the Padres taking their time. I know I had a deadline of Monday or uh, two Mondays ago, and it came and went. But what they were doing, and now that they've hired Mike Schilt, I, I feel like they used their time wisely. They knew that Mike Schilt was the top candidate for them. They ended up talking to other people for the job, and I think that's very important. You have to see what's out there because there might be someone that's just going to overwhelmingly wow you. And I guess no one overwhelmingly wowed the Padres, and Mike Schilt was their choice. So I I, I think that tells us a little bit of something, too, that he made it through – I, I'm, a, I'm assuming a first interview, and then he made it through some of the other interviews, and then at the end they came back and they chose him, which is what a lot of people thought was going to happen in the beginning. So I'm Scraby. This is Gwen and Chris. I just dove right into that. I'm here with Frank Marchese, he, uh, or as Tony calls him, Frank Manikazi. And if you're just uh, tuning in on the stream on YouTube, uh, the cameras are not working right now. I am going to get the cameras. Yes. It never fails when I sign into the stream, and I'm not getting mad at anyone. I'm not getting mad, but yes, I'm aware the camera isn't working. The only time I need help is when uh, there's no sound because I'm not a big fan of, or I don't know if there's any sound. So right now, the the chat, Frank, or not the chat, the stream is just a a generic picture that's like moving to make to tell people I'm talking, which is kind of embarrassing. But we're gonna have to deal with that a little bit later. What's up, Frank? I know you're here with Braden for the past four hours. What uh, what was the what was the overall tenor of the show? A lot of stuff about Schilt and positive about Schilt. We discussed uh, the possibility of San Diego State's next hire for the football program, uh, which is going to be coming up. And then we had John Maffey on for the uh, CIF playoff update. And then you just heard our uh, our pick segment for college football in the NFL this week. So what is your overall thought on the Mike Schilt hire? Are you like me? Or do you think it's a good hire? Do you think they should have gone with someone else? What are your thoughts? I, I think it's a good hire. I, I don't have anything against Mike Schultz. He did a fantastic job in St. Louis coming from that Cardinals organization where, of course, we you, you always hear about the Cardinal way and this, that. If you can implement some of that into this organization and give the players something to hold on to and believe in and, and be able to work, be, to use it to be able to work through problems, that's a big win. I agree with that. I, I want to say something about the cardinal way because I, I, it's an easy buzz phrase to use because you've heard it for so oh, long. Of course, yeah. And Mike, Sch- and I'm not saying that you used it incorrectly or anything like that, Frank. But the cardinal way, I heard that being used a lot in the press conference yesterday, and I think Mike Schilt had a good answer for it. It's it's not so much the cardinal way; it's his way, and he's going to bring that. To, it's the Padres' way now, and his way is to make sure that they play fundamental baseball, they play clean baseball. Uh, he he did mention this, and I'm happy that he did mention this yesterday. But he said they're going to run the bases a little bit better because last year uh, there Couple was a, there were some there were some <laughs> issues on the base pass last year. Uh, but I think that the Padres' way is going to be the Cardinal way in a way. Wait, in a way, way, way. It's a lot of ways. Yes, there's a lot of ways. I think it's going to be a Cardinal, the Cardinal way in a way. But but Mike Schultz going to make it unique to this team because he has to make it unique to this team. A lot of the pieces on this team are here for a very long time. You got uh, Manny, Fernando, Xander. Jake Cronenworth, you Darvish, Joe Musgrove. you got all of these guys that are going to be back and they're going to be on the team for the near future. So he has to kind of tailor that to them. 
How how long is the deal for show? So, it's that's another um, area that we should talk about. It's only two years. And how long is how much longer is Prowler under contract for? I think until like twenty twenty six or so, which would be two years, I guess. No, I'm to twenty twenty. Uh, it, it's just it, there's something odd to me, at least the way I'm seeing this higher. And I said it from the beginning was you blamed coaching on last year. You let Bob Melvin go, and the the blame kind of fell on it. It was the coaching staff. It was the coaches. It was the coaches. So if it was the coaches that were the problem last year, why would you go and hire somebody from within that coaching staff to take the reins? That's been my my puzzle from it, from hiring Schilt from the very beginning. And then to make his contract run out at the same time Preller's contract runs out, there's just something about this. I, I like the hire for the team, but there's something about this that just doesn't really make sense. I'm glad you brought that up about the whole thing with him being a part of the organization. I was actually talking to a friend last night, and we were talking about this this thing because they were saying that, like you said, they liked the hire, but they weren't really sure about the philosophy changing because he was already with the organization. But I feel like that's different because he came up in different circumstances. He learned for, what, I believe 18 years in the St. Louis Cardinals organization. So he wasn't around this crew. He just met AJ or I can't say just met, but he just started working with AJ a couple years ago. So I, I believe that he is going to come in and he is going to have some different thoughts. I mean, he already talked about it. We just said it about the fundamentals of baseball, the, just the, the stuff that you're just supposed to do as a professional player. And we did read about it last year a little bit that some of the players didn't come out before games and some of the Padres players didn't do some of the drills that other teams were doing. So if you get back to that, I feel like that's a good thing. But I, I, I think it's a, it's slightly different. I see what you're saying because he was part of this coaching staff, but he he was a fill-in for Matt Williams at third oh, I base. agree, yeah. So I don't fully consider him a part of the coaching staff because he was only there for certain amounts of time and then he was elsewhere within the organization doing his work. But then it's and that's that's all completely fair. It just to me though it just doesn't seem that was the part of the organization that you put last year's failure on. Now you're going to promote somebody from within. That just doesn't that just doesn't make sense to me. And to to have it only 2 years the two That's years part also really really odd. Yes, the two years part to me is is weird too because in the press conference that happened after they had the news that Bomel was going to San Francisco, AJ said that he wants a, a a manager to be with him for a decade or more. He wanted that stability in the franchise, and so you're right in that way. I am a little confused about the two-year contract that they gave Mike Schilt because that doesn't tell me anything about the and longevity for, of the franchise or the long-term uh, philosophy. And for it to run out the same time Preller's contract does, that that's just that doesn't make well, any sense to me either. I, I think the only reason they did that because you know AJ Preller is on uh, is most likely on his last legs with the team for lack of a better way of saying that. And so Mike Schilt is an A.J. Preller hire. Mm -hmm. So I do think that they are connected. However, there have been other 
managers that were connected and to to AJ in a way. And AJ did make it through the the manager being let go and AJ would stay with the team. Like Jace Tingler was his guy. This was his if Jace Tingler didn't work out, then AJ Preller was gonna have to go find, you know, elsewhere. But but something like that but it only didn't work happen. but something like that only works one way. It's you can't you see it especially in the NFL a lot. If the general manager goes, the head coach is gone. And on the very rare occasion where the general manager goes but the head coach stays, such as like John Idzik and Rex Ryan back in the, the early 2000, uh, 2010s with the Jets, it didn't work. It didn't work at all. And then both of them the next year were gone. Idzik lasted one year in New York, and then Rex followed him right out the door. If If it's one of those where Preller's kind of saying, listen, he's done when I'm done, if he does his job and you guys want to extend him, maybe maybe I'm getting extended with it. Or if he goes, then I go, and then you guys completely have a new direction you can go in free and clear. How long was the Mets contract with Carlos Mendoza? Three years. Three years. And that's a guy with zero managerial experience. Yeah. But I also don't think they well, that's, care. That's normally the standard for managers is you usually get three years. You usually you get the first year to implement you get the second year to kind of work the kinks out, and then the third year is your go year. But to get only two years, that's that's a little odd. Maybe they took that year away because he has been in the organization, so he should know, and that whole implementing thing and working the kinks out, that should already be done. That is a good question, and we will talk about that as we go along. Uh, I get Padre Guy on the stream, so we, we got to get Padre Guy in here. He said the two-year deal, or he or she, the two-year deal indicates AJ has two years to make it happen, and I fully agree yeah, with that. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Yes, I fully agree with that. So you have some support out there. Thank you. All right, this is Matt Scraby and Frank Marchese. I'm filling in for Gwen and Chris today. They are getting their Thanksgiving started a little bit earlier. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973. Mike, I see you on the phone. Stay right there. Uh, also, stay tuned and listen to hear your name called at 5 o'clock in our biggest fan contest for your chance to win a night in the Odyssey Suite with friends, family, and 97.3's hosts. The biggest fan contest is presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at sealslax.com. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Take some phone calls. Could the Padres miss out on a key free agent because he might be a package deal? I'll explain more. Frank's giving me that look, which I like. I'll explain more when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, everybody. You can check us out on YouTube, 97.3 The Fan. Go there. Subscribe. You can get Ben and Woods and Gwen and Chris videos and any other videos that we put up. I finally got the stream under control, so apologize to you streamers out there. Uh... You know, it was a little bit of a malfunction, but during the break, we figured it out. So now you got my ugly face and you got Frank's pretty face. So you can go to our stream on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. Just type in 97.3 The Fan. I'm going to get to your phone call here in just a second, Mike. But I went to break saying that there could be a free agent that is going to be packaged and may not be available. So we're talking about... The Sanchez, Gary Sanchez. Now, I was reading this athletic art article a little bit earlier today, and it said, is it possible for a catcher to ride the coattails of a Cy Young Award winner in free agency? We might be about to find out. Uh, so basically what this article is saying is before Gary Sanchez started catching Blake Snell last season, Blake Snell had a 5.04 ERA. And so he came to the team, and then he started 18 consecutive uh, he caught Blake Snell in 18 consecutive starts. And in those 18 starts, Snell had a 1.29 ERA in 105 innings, and he held opposing hitters to a 508 OPS. And, of course, last week he won the uh, National League Cy Young Award, and he had 28 of the 31st place votes. So I guess if you're looking at numbers, it does make sense to bring Gary Sanchez with you because – you're much better with Gary Sanchez, but we've done this whole uh, personal catcher thing over the years. We had uh, Victor Caratini and you Darvish. That was a personal catcher situation. There's been other personal catcher situations, but I, I feel like if you're Blake Snell and you really think that Gary Sanchez is going to help you be great, then you can you can work that into your deal. You can work a, a Gary Sanchez contract into your deal, but... I really don't know how important a personal catcher is after all, you know, we throughout the years we've asked the players on Friar Friday and some say that it is a big deal and some say that it's not a big deal, but the numbers are in front of us and they are much different with and without. Like I said, 5.04 ERA for Blake Snell before Gary Sanchez and then in 18 starts after they picked up Gary Sanchez, he had a 1.29 ERA. So I guess there's some there's some uh, correlation there, but I don't know that it's going to actually buy Gary Sanchez a spot on another team. Not to mention that the Padres might need Gary Sanchez because right now they only have Luis Camposano. Uh, they have Brett Sullivan as well. They they didn't uh, they non tendered Austin Nola, so he's no longer with the organization and. They the Sanchez needs to be in the Padres uniform next year. I feel like he found a home here in San Diego. He 
I don't know what happened in between the time that he left the Mets and came here to the Padres, but he completely turned his career around. And, and there were a lot of uh, pundits out there saying that Gary Sanchez was not a very good defensive catcher. Well, if you ask Blake Snell, he was a pretty darn good defensive catcher. He said he was stopping balls that were bouncing on the grass before home plate and was stopping balls that are 97 down in the dirt. So Blake Snell loves it. His defense was good enough for me. His bat obviously was good enough for me because he provided a spark in the part of the season where the Padres needed something to happen, and they got something to happen. So I think Gary Sanchez is a pretty important piece to this Padres, pretty important piece. There's lots of P's there to this Padres puzzle for next year. I had to find another P word. All right, let's go to the phones. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973. Mike in San Diego, you're on going to Chris. What's up? Hey, Scurvy, how are you doing? Pretty good. What's going on? So here's the here's the question. Wasn't Schilt AJ's guy in, in the back room and, and kind of filling in the whole what was going on in the clubhouse? Wasn't that the rumor? Uh, no, I did not hear that. I did not hear that Mike Schilt was a part of that. I believe it was, um, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but he is uh, from... I think it's New Zealand, maybe, uh, and I can't confirm that either. So that's all rumors, and you know, in my head. Yeah. So this is the thought: if that was the case, and he was, you know, being AJ's eyes and ears, that would lend to the two-year contract piece, where they already have an idea of what they wanted to execute in this team, like. You know, if you're just sitting around with your boys and you're talking back and forth about, oh, hey, I'd I'd do this or that, that would explain why he would only get a two-year contract. I see what you're saying. Thank you, Mike, for the phone call. I I, I see what you're saying to a point. Um, I believe that he is packaged. I I, I don't want to say packaged. I'm trying to figure out the way to say this. But I believe that Mike Schilt is tied to A.J. Preller. And there is a there is a correlation again to AJ being in his maybe last stand with the pop shill as well. I don't know that I don't know that they the, the two year deal had anything to do with stuff that has happened before. I don't know, Frank. What do you think? Now, I don't know about you, but I would want to keep a job as long as I can. If if that means you know signing an extension, if I really want to stay there, then yeah. But. Wouldn't that him only getting the two year contract and him being Preller's guy, wouldn't that insinuate that Preller already knows that he's out in two years, that he's not gonna no. want to come back? No, 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 no. But if you're if you're signing him for only two years and if Schilt is Preller's guy, wouldn't it have made sense to sign him a little bit longer than just the amount of time you were going to be here unless you knew you were going to leave? I don't think that he's going to leave. I, there, I don't think so either. No, I'm just... no. I know what you're, you're, you're speculating, and I love speculation, but I, I don't think that's in his mind. I think that A.J. Preller fully believes that he's going to be with this organization right. for the next 30 years. Yeah, that's that's what I would believe if I were in his situation. Is I'd, I'm here the rest of my career until somebody else says otherwise. Maybe it was, uh, you know, maybe Mike Schilt. You can't say that. No, he didn't want the two-year deal. But here's what I see happening. He has a good season this year. Then the Padres feel a little bit better about giving him a longer deal. And he can pick up a third or fourth year if they need to. He's not going to be a lame duck manager. He's not going to go into his second year without a contract. This first year is where he's going to make the rest of his 
his uh, you know is where he's going to pretty much decide whether or not he's going to be the manager of the Padres for a long time or a very little time or a very short time. But why would you why would you hire a guy who's not sure he wants the job long term? Because again, if I'm taking a job, I'm I'm there the rest of my life. Well, are you? Un- well, until somebody tells me otherwise. Okay. I can't why say. You, why I, would you? No, I don't think that Mike Schill in any way is thinking that he's only going to be here for two years. And I think that this this year was such a disaster, for lack of a better word. It it's scaring the organization into kind of hedging and making sure that they cannot get themselves into long term trouble. And, and so but they've I already think that done that, that though. No, well, they're trying to get themselves out of it, and I think you cannot. After last year, with the change of Bob Melvin, with the the change in some of the players that's going to happen, I don't think that... And one thing that we're overlooking as far as all those changes and the money and wanting to to drop back is the loss of Bally. Because if Bally doesn't drop, then there is a chance that there's a serious chance that Snell does come back here if they're still getting that Bally money. Well, now we're really speculating. And we can't even go there, Frank, because Bally is not around anymore. And I understand what you're saying. I don't know how much money they would have been able to get from Bally. That whole thing was was a disaster. There was a lot of things, and that wasn't the Padres' fault. That was Bally's no, no. fault. Yeah, and so a lot. Of, they, you know, Eric Gruppner, AJ Preller, all the people that are in charge of this team had a lot of mini fires to to put out throughout the year. And so I feel like this year taught them one thing, and that's let's not commit too much to the future. Let's find out what we got next year, and then who knows? Next year they have a disaster. Maybe AJ Preller's out, and and so is Mike Schill, and then they reset, or they have a great year. They go to the playoffs, and they sign Mike Schill to a two or three more, you know, extension of two or three more years. And AJ Preller is, is still under contract. So this year, again, I know we say it all the time, and I know I'm very dramatic, but this year is very important for the Padres. This coming year, we have no idea what's going to happen with Juan Soto. We have no idea, you know, who's going to be in the starting rotation it's there's a lot that needs to be done between now and spring training and we're going to have to uh we're going to have to just kind of do the praying emoji that things come together because I'm doing it into the camera the praying emoji cuz uh I've been doing a lot of thinking about this and I, I and I've said it on the show before it's not like I'm just saying this for the first time but I'm kind of worried about the roster going into next year uh but again AJ Preller has made rosters out of nothing before. So I want to see what AJ could do. And here's another thing. We, we are, this is what we have in front of us. This is what we're facing. AJ Preller is the president of baseball operations and the general manager of the team. And that's just a fact. And we have to accept it and move forward. So I'm going to look forward to seeing what AJ can do, because I'm not going to just sit here and be a naysayer. If he can put together a good team, I'm all for it. And I think that he can, but there is a huge uphill battle to get this roster in shape. And who knows? Maybe some of these guys are coming back. Waka, Nick Martinez, some of them, maybe they're going to be back. Seth Lugo, 
We have no idea, but we'll find out over the next few weeks and months. I'm Matt Scraby. That's Frank Marchese filling in for Gwen and Chris. When we get back, speaking of Mike Schilt, he was on with The Morning Show, and uh, they asked him some really great questions, uh, like what's the first order of business for him? We'll play that for you when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. NFL games are available free from Westwood One and live here on 97.3 The Fan the on the Odyssey app. Tomorrow it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to try to get some room right tonight. I'm not going to eat that big of a dinner. But it's a Thanksgiving triple header starting at 9 a.m. and Friday morning at 1130. It's the Dolphins and Jets right here on 97.3 The Fan. Or simply download the Odyssey app and search for 97.3 The Fan at kickoff. So... I'm Scraby. That's Frank Marchese uh, filling in for Gwen and Chris today. In the second half of the show, we're going to have a, sort of a best of. We're going to revisit some of the best segments and interviews that we've done here in the last couple weeks. And yes, at the end of the show, you will get to hear me have a meltdown in Chris's Fantabulous Sports Game Show. When we just, we, we sat down to design the show, I was like, people are wanting to hear this, but... That was before my epic win yesterday. And I wish Tony was here because Tony actually, for the first time, Frank, was really angry. He was actually legit Uh angry at me. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, which felt so good. (laughs) It felt amazing. I don't think I've ever – I mean, I've only been here for two years, but I don't think I've ever seen him, like, legit mad. Yeah, he doesn't get legit mad too often. Neither does Chris, like – those two guys are very calm, cool, and collected, and I'm the one who's losing my mind in the corner of the room. So I, I'm I mean, the one like who even, brings it out of them. Like, not saying he's not passionate; he certainly is. But like, even like in a spirited debate on the show, or you know, at the at the stadium when I get to see him there, I never see him get like riled up or like give the appearance that he's annoyed. So if he got genuinely mad yesterday that's a that's a feat you pulled off <laughs> uh because i pulled out with tyler lockett i mean it was a hard category anyway you can go back and listen to that from yesterday but we will hear from uh or hear the segment where i lost my mind later also we'll hear from aj casavell at 4 p.m jesse agler at 4 40 marcus mcneil i checked in with him he is going to be at 340 we're going to talk about some of the thanksgiving day games as well as some of the you know are the chiefs a super bowl team i don't know i don't know and after the other day monday night didn't look like a Super Bowl team because the wide receivers can't catch the ball. Anyway, check us out on YouTube, 97.3 The Fan. Subscribe, get Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris videos, and any other videos we put up. But before the break, I said I was going to bring some of the Mike Schilt interview with Ben and Woods this morning. And uh, I have four questions that they asked that I really love. And the first one is something I was wondering. Like, as a manager, 
and a manager that is uh, coming in to a team that they have to hit the ground running. What is Mike Schilt's first order of business? Well, it's been a whirlwind. I was excited when AJ um, let me know two nights ago about his decision. So that was fantastic. And then a whirlwind to, to get out here from North Carolina. Yeah, I've had a great opportunity to, to get to know and create relationships with a lot of people in the organization, primarily our players. And, you know, I feel like they're healthy relationships. I got a lot of respect for our guys in our clubhouse. I have not everybody on the 40 man, but and I'll get to that at some point today and finalize a touch point with every every guy. Um, but I have spoken to to our opinion leaders um, through text and, you know, really favorable exchanges and, and a lot of respect that I have for that group. And, you know, last year, yeah, we're going to learn from it. We don't want to repeat it. We also want to grow from some of the good things. I felt like uh, the team started to get a little more unified and, and started to play their better version of, of baseball together towards the end of the year clearly the results showed in that as well and so we want to take the good because let's don't let's don't act like it was you know there wasn't anything positive taking place because that wouldn't be accurate um and let's just build on some of the things and it really comes down to consistency we just need to be more consistent you know and it's a little mantra that i use you know we want to be better as the game goes better as the series goes and better as the as the season goes we're just a continual stay in the moment compete on what you're seeing and and, and be better as we go and, you know, very growth mindset. And you do that, you're going to get, you know, have the best version of, of yourself and a team. And, and then finally, just making sure we're, we're in lockstep together and, and um, you know, we, we create a real functional environment where everybody's, you know, clearly enjoying it and working together. That was Mike Schilt with Ben and Woods this morning. He had a, a lot of stuff to say about that. All of that was very interesting. And, again, because he's familiar with the organization, uh, I, I think it was said yesterday, he can hit the ground running right away. He doesn't need to do the getting-to-know process of some of the players. He already knows these players. He already knows some of the staff and people within the organization. Uh, also, really appreciate a guy – especially a new manager of a team who's willing to do the interview in an airport. And by the way, can Taylor Swift send the jet for for him? I mean, he's he's in an actual airport. I thought that you, you're a manager, all of a sudden you get a jet. But that was uh, pretty awesome for him to answer that in the airport. You ever see people on the phone in the airport, you're like, I'm I wonder who they're talking to. Well, this morning, one of those guys was uh, the manager of the Padres talking to Ben and Woods. All right, Mike Schilt was still in the airport, and he we talked about this at the beginning of the show. He uh, made it clear that fundamentals is going to be something that's very important to him, and uh, you know things that you learn to do in high school are going to be top of mind. So Mike Schilt with Ben and Woods was asked, is it challenging to still preach fundamentals? Um, it presents its challenges because you, the, the thing about the good news is you have guys that have gotten to that point in their careers because they played the game right and they're clearly talented players and they have a, a drive and passion. So you just want to tap into that. Um, you know, the biggest challenge, which I don't think it's, it's going to be a tremendous challenge, but it, it's, it's there. You know, you have you have players that have a lot of experiences, have a lot of strong opinions, have a belief system. And in our case, you know, a lot of these guys have come from, from different places and been successful. And a lot of the fundamentals are just that they're, they're just, you know, across the board. This is what it is. This is how it is, but there is a, a, a way of, of uh, implementing it, executing it, practicing it, 
and then, you know, making sure guys are ready for the most important part, and that's to, to play the game. So the real challenge is just making sure everybody is communicating what their, um, you know, strong preferences are, how they view the world, being able to listen to that, acknowledge it, and then come up with some of the non-negotiables that the group can agree on that are important for our identity and how we're going to how we're going to play the game. And, you know, that's going to require in a team setting that people let go of some of their belief system for the greater good, because in a team, we just don't always get what we want. And I don't think that's going to be a tremendous issue. Uh, I think I know this group is, is hungry and dedicated and, and, and are good teammates. And I don't want to misrepresent that that's not been the case because that wouldn't be true. Um, it's a good group. Just a matter of, you know, making sure we're on the same page and we're communicating and, and we're sharing our belief system and we're using our high baseball collective IQs, which we have on this club to work together on a daily basis to compete. And, and, and for me, that brings out a lot of joy and, and um, allow the personalities for these guys to come out and, and get after it in a, you know, in a little league fashion where they just out playing baseball. Mike Schultz with Ben Woods a little bit earlier today. Uh, the first thing when I listened to this clip earlier, the first thing I thought about was he said that some are going to have to get rid of their beliefs to to go with the better the betterment or the benefit of the team. Last year, according to all the reports, we saw major problems with individuality on the team and. So that's going to be a very important thing for Mike Schilt as well to figure out. Uh, I, I love what he said. I love that focus of his because I believe the fundamentals in anything are important to have good fundamentals because once you stop doing that, you're going to slip a little bit. Um, but I think that maybe that, to me, that answer stood out because of what happened last year within the clubhouse and some of the different reports that we heard. And so... I'm glad and happy that he is confident in turning this around. I don't think it's going to be as easy as just, hey, everybody, put your feelings aside and let's be a team. There's going to be some scar tissue from last year, and I'm not sitting here saying that there's any issues within the clubhouse right now or or the players hate each other. I'm not saying that whatever or whatsoever. But what I am saying is that memories, people have long memories, and even though it's not that big of a deal, they may feel a certain type of way, as Tony would say, about something because of last year. They're like within your own job. Think of something that happened like a year ago to you and you're and it upset you like someone got a promotion or you got reprimanded for something. And a year later, something similar happens, but it's not to the extent it's not to the extent of what happened before. But you automatically think, oh, no, am I going to get fired? Oh, no. Is this going to happen to me? Am I going to get reprimanded? And so it always creeps in the back of the mind. But again, I do like that Mike Schilt is feeling like that, like that is very important. So, Frank, what do you think? I mean, do you think that it's going to be a problem for Mike Schilt to go in there and get these guys to buy in on one philosophy? I think it would be a little bit harder if he didn't know these players and True. know how to approach them. But, I mean, to to going back to the point of him preaching the fundamentals, again, I every now and again I'd be able to get in there a little bit early, and you're right. There were players that weren't that weren't out there as often as they should or guys taking ground ball practice on the side, which I was seeing other teams doing pregame. But it, it's... I think we we had this conversation last during the season was this is there there's a culture problem here. Yeah. And a culture needs to be implemented 
for these guys to be able to build around. And if Schiltz is able to bring that in just by basically starting from the ground up, making sure the fundamentals are there, and then working on everything else, that's that can only mean good things for this team. It's also like it's easy to say it now that I'm going to preach fundamentals and I'm going to preach, you know, having everybody on the same page. But I want to see it happen in game 123. I want like kind of where the issues and things start surfacing last year in the second half of the season. I want to see what he does to adjust those things. And again, I mean, he. I and this is where I think it's a good thing that he came from the St. Louis Cardinals organization, and not because they're so much better than everybody else. I hate having to mention the Cardinal way. Trust me, I no, don't it's just, like it's it. It's a history of winning. Exactly. It, he it, his pedigree is winning, and he understands what it takes to win. And, and it's a little bit unique with the Padres because most of the big name players are here for the long run. We just saw an MLB network. They put up a graphic of the highest paid players in the Padres. There are five guys on that list. Well, there were five guys, but four of those players are making over a hundred million dollars. And we got you Darvish. We got Joe Musgrove. He's making a hundred mil. You got Fernando, you got Manny and you got Xander Bogart. So that's actually five. There were six. Jake Cronenworth was also on that list, but he's under a hundred million dollars. So when you're saying I got to make the culture better and I got to make it more fluid, you're talking to the same guys who were here last year. And so that's where you have to be different than what Bo Mel did. You have to be yourself, Mike Schilt. I'm not telling you what to do, Mike Show. You have to be yourself, and you have to you have to fashion it how you do it. You're not only talking to the same guys you had last year. You're also talking to the same guys who are going to be here long after you're gone. Exactly. That's a good so, point, too. These guys these guys are in it. Like, yeah. they're Padres. For Manny Machado, was a Padre for another 10 seasons. Same thing with Bogart. Same thing with Fernando. They're, they are here. They are here. And we were looking at the contracts, and Fernando's 14-year, $340 million contract, I, I believe it's a steal, too. I mean, seeing what he did this year, winning a gold glove in right field, and also one of the things that made me excited about Mike Schill, and I looked through the interview real quick and I couldn't find it, but when he was talking about Fernando Tatis Jr. and how important he is to the team and how athletic he was, like that gave me a little mindset into Mike Schilt's head of like how he views players and how he – how he relates to players and what he said about Fernando got me excited. Like, okay, this guy is, I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm ready to see what he can do. Um, but Mike Schilt has a, you know, as much as, as AJ does in the way of building the roster, Mike Schilt has just a, a, as, as much work to do by he's, getting he's this ex- roster together. He's got to execute the plan. He's got to execute the plan. Frank Marchese with the uh, the great lines over there. Matt Scraby here. Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. We're going to keep going with uh, this Padre stuff. But we're going to, you know, if you want to call us, 833-288-0973. But I think I might go through some of the different Thanksgiving Day betting stories that I have. So that will be next in the Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 